Hi guys, it's Danny here with my sister. Hello. Yeah, um, and in this special guest episode, uh, we're going to be talking about what it's like to be family with or someone. Sibling. Yeah. Well, you know, experiences uh, being uh, family members or siblings with someone with ADHD. Uh, my sister doesn't have ADHD, as as far as we know. As far as we know. As far as we know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, uh, she says she has tips and tricks on how to, you know, manage. Uh, okay, let's see what she says. We haven't <laughs> planned anything. I uh, hope she doesn't insult me in front of everybody. This is why you need a script or an outline, I swear. Uh, it's ADHD hard to script hack, have a script. Scripts are hard to follow. No, no, that's why you have an outline, so you just put in the topic. Yeah, that's that's what I asked you. Okay, um, I have her phone in front of my hand. Uh, let's see. So you say you have ways to hack me. Uh, one of them is what you told me explicitly, which is when when she calls out to me, um, she has a really urgent tone to her voice, like she, you know, it's like it's an emergency. And yeah, no, every single time she does it, it gets me up you know like it, it gets way past my executive dysfunction and it, it gets me to come down or you know kind of like listen to her immediately which is quite hard so yeah she she knows how to hack my brain yeah people get really annoyed at that one because even the parents are like why are you screaming at him like something's wrong i'm like he's not gonna do it if he doesn't think he's in trouble like he has to feel that it's urgent or he's not gonna come downstairs but it's not like you're ever mad at me when i do that i just yeah no I'm, I'm i'm not mad it, it works i mean what, what can i say i mean I, i'm just kind of impressed um so we had a couple of questions uh from twitter um okay so one of them would be this is going to be really funny. Um, helping a family member deal with ADHD. Me? What I did? Yeah, yeah. Like. I don't know. I think it's a difficult one because when you got diagnosed, I feel like I was still like quite young. And I think when your symptoms were the most, I would say, difficult to manage, I was quite young. So I say like the anger and all that. I was, you were like 15, I think. So I was like 11. So I was 20 when I got diagnosed. Not when you got diagnosed, but if your symptoms were bad. Oh, yeah. So, like, when you were, like, angry and, like, you know, when you used to, like, punch walls and... Yeah. Yeah, listen to Eminem. (laughs) But, like, yeah, so that was quite hard, but I don't know. I mean, I think the thing that we learned in the family was if you ever got, like, agitated or this or that or you struggle with things, we just tell you to go outside for a second, you know? And for some reason, for you, no, going from... I don't remember this. Yeah, yeah. When you were when you were really angry, you'd just be like, go outside for a second. You'd go out to the back. Sometimes you'd take off your top because you were like too hot. What? You'd get agitated. Yeah, you'd get really agitated. I have no memory of you'd this. You'd get really agitated in the kitchen and we'd be like, mom would be like, go outside. And you'd go outside and sometimes you'd take your top off because you were so hot and then you'd just be outside for a minute and then you'd come in and you'd be fine because like oh. you struggled so much with weather oh, and stuff. Okay. So that's how we learned yeah, to I mean, deal with it. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't really anger. Um, when it's really warm, it, it, it I get irritated. It frustrates me. Um, now I know that if I'm feeling angry or irritated that it's probably, you know, that I'm too warm. But back then, you know, it would probably just be me like seething with irritation and anger. And uh, yeah, I guess my family used to tell me to go outside. I have very little memory of this. Uh, I have very little memory of my childhood in general. So, makes yeah, sense. It works. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else? I'm trying to think. I mean, I was telling this to someone the other day as well, but using, like, I have to be really patient of you. And I think I really, like, 
know to be patient because you know i'm not a very patient person at all yeah. so i know to be patient with you i know there's no point in getting angry now i think i used to get quite irritated before and so did the parents but i'm like what's the point you're not doing it on purpose you know yeah. it's not something you can control so i just had to find my own ways around it like message you like every hour or something even if you're like yeah i know i'm like no, i'm gonna message you anyways because yeah. you could forget and like if i ask you to do something I'll keep being like, can you do it now? Can you do it now? Yeah, yeah. You're gonna forget. I'm gonna forget. No, it's it's true. Um, that's actually really important. Uh, patience when dealing with people with ADHD. Now, I've even one. Okay, so now I've noticed two kinds of patience. Not with my sister, just in general when people are dealing with ADHD. There is the kind that my sister talked about, which is she understands I have ADHD and she's genuinely patient with me, and she knows I don't mean anything badly by it. And then there's this other kind of patience, which I've noticed, where people, I mean, people say they understand and, you know, people give some patience, but then they start getting annoyed and angry. I mean, I guess you could say people are frustrated because it is frustrating, but, you know, like, if you know we're not doing it on purpose, you being annoyed at us, it's just not constructive, it's like being annoyed at a child. I know it sounds a bit like no, I know it, it, it's yeah. It's like when you're when you're dealing with a child. Like our mom always says, like they're only a child. They don't understand. Like it's not if you say something to them, they're not going to, like they're not doing it on purpose. They're not trying yeah. to be mad on purpose, you know. And sometimes you say something, they're just gonna forget. So yeah. it's like, what's the point in being angry about something that they physically can't control? Yeah. yeah. No, I mean when you're scolding or you know when you're uh, punishing a child. Uh, you know, you're not doing it as revenge. You know, it's not like you did a bad thing, therefore this bad thing happens to you. What your end goal is, is that you want them to understand and, you know, kind of stop or kind of change their actions. Similarly, even if you're an adult or, you know, like when you have ADHD, if you're angry at the person with ADHD and it doesn't look like they're understanding, you continuing on being angry with them. Uh, you know, I, I understand it's frustrating. You know, I completely understand um but it's not necessarily gonna get them to understand faster it's like um it's like if you're talking to someone uh who doesn't speak your language perfectly and then you just start you know saying the louder. words louder <laughs> yeah. you know that's not gonna help them understand now you're just shouting at them you know it doesn't it just like it, it confuses them even more i think it's also a point like it's not like right so sometimes a child does something wrong and then you say something so they learn a lesson but there's no lesson to learn here, you know, it's not like you're controlling this, yeah. I know it, it's, I mean, even if I did, like, get angry at you every time, all you're going to do is push me away, it's yeah. not like you're learning from it, because exactly. it's not like, yeah, 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 um, and, you know, just yesterday, uh, mom kind of, um, got annoyed when I forgot someone's name, remember she mentioned somebody, and I was just <laughs> like, yeah, um, and this happens every single time, I mean, I, and it confuses me because my mom knows that I have difficulties, you know, like she's my mother. Um, but even now when she mentions a name, a relative or, you know, family friend, and I don't immediately know who it is. And I ask, oh, wait, who is that again? She's like, oh, this again. And I, I, I know to ignore that now. So I usually go to my sister and I say, you, use that. Yeah, I'll could say you... something like they have like a bowl cut or no, I'll say like an incident. I'll say like a random word. I could be like cucumber and it'll be something that happened with like yeah. a cucumber and you'll know who yeah. I'm talking about. So That's that's actually super helpful. Um because 
people with ADHD have recall issues. Um, even when the, we, even when we know something, even though, or rather, even when the memory is in our heads, we have difficulty bringing it up. So obviously, I knew the person my mom was talking about, but she just mentioned the person's name, which is very hard to kind of bring up because many people have that name. So I go to my sister and I say, "Could you give me some other pieces of information about this person?" So she gave me. Uh, I can't actually remember what it was. I can't remember who it was. Uh, it, was she, it was someone that I know. Oh, it was one of your friends. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. one of my friends. And, and I had yeah, to, yeah, yeah, and then she told me things that happened to the friend that she told me, you know, uh, their siblings, life story, and then I was just like, oh, yeah, I do know this person. Yeah. Because I did know that person. But I have recall issues. So if you just give me a name, and, you know, you can't expect me to just kind of be like, oh, yeah, I know who that is. I have recall issues. Yeah. My sister's patient with me. She's like, oh, let me give you more clues. A story, something interesting. Yeah. If it's just, you're not going to remember anything boring. Yeah, something to trigger my uh, recall issues. And that's quite helpful, genuinely. Um, I can usually go to my sister and she's quite patient in that regard. Um, Do you remember, um, you always used to say your friend with the red hair and she's never had red hair. Remember, I was like, oh, my friend saw you on the bus. Which friend? And the one with the red hair, but you was... You don't have a friend with red I hair. I know, no, no, but this was, like, years ago, and every time you see, like, the one with the red hair, and, like, you're always talking about that one girl, but she's never had red hair, and I used to laugh every time, and then when you'd ask me who, I'd be, like, the one that doesn't have red hair, and oh, you'd be, yeah. like, oh, her, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I remember this person, I just don't remember who they are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, you remember the story associated with them? And yeah, yeah, I remember me thinking about a girl with the red hair. I would never had the red hair. Next question. Um, yeah, I mean, so one of the questions we got was about how to help a family member kind of uh, deal with emotions. So I guess what you said before does work with that. You know, when uh, when I'm angry or when I'm frustrated or I'm irritated and I don't notice, because that's the important bit when I don't notice, oftentimes, uh, well, I'm much better at it now, but when I was younger and I wasn't diagnosed or, you know, I didn't know what was happening, I would get quite frustrated, annoyed, angry, and I wouldn't realize it. I wouldn't realize how I was feeling and why I was feeling it. So when, you know, your family member has ADHD and you notice that they seem to be feeling out of it for whatever reason, maybe they're a bit angry, maybe they're a bit, like, irritated, be like, you know, what's up, like, um, don't annoy them though yeah i think one of the main things with you is always like i know not to like touch you or quite, quite come come quite close to you because i'm like a really like huggy feely person but i know when you're like irritated you don't like anyone being like around you physically so i'll try to like stay away and sometimes maybe like ask your sibling or whoever it is like have you eaten today have you drank today because you don't know like they might have forgotten to eat they might have forgotten this or that so like kind of go through the checklist of, like, why they might be like this, and then maybe ask them if there's anything. Interesting about the checklist. Uh, my sister doesn't know about it, I don't think, but uh, we mentioned the checklist uh, in one of the previous episodes. Um, yeah, I haven't listened to the previous episode. No, I, I know you know. haven't. Um, but I've, I have an actual checklist that I use. I put it up on my blog, and I'll link it wherever, you know, in the description of the podcast, I guess. Um, you know, kind of like you know, if there's something bothering me, I, it's a list that I go through. So, you know, uh, have I eaten anything? You know, have I drank anything? Um, have I gotten enough sleep? Blah, 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 blah. So that's, that's the, you know, that's what we mean when she says checklist. Uh, obviously, 
uh, we've been, you know, kind of like back and forthing for so long that since birth, I'd say. <laughs> well, since your birth, um, that you know, we kind of have like a a general feel of things. So yeah, you know, it's just be patient and you know, kind of help them understand. Now there is something else which I think is really important, um, which is like um, cooperation. So I often get questions about this from family members, uh, usually parents, but you know, I think it still counts. Um, how do I help someone or like remind someone of whatever? So you know, for for example, if I was feeling mad, uh, or you know, have you eaten? Have you blah 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 blah? without it coming off as knowing or like, you know, kind of frustrating or naggy. Um, I mean, I, I, I think one of the, the big things about that is, um, and I'm, you know, and I mention this every single time, y you have to talk to them, you know, uh, talk to them, ask them, what kind of help do you want? Uh, do you want me to remind you of things? Uh, should I do it differently? Because if it's just like one-sided, then it could come off as naggy. You want it to be... Uh, a cooperation you know like if my sister just came up to me and be like okay i mean like if she yeah, came if up to I me, did that, you yeah care. yeah if she came up to me now and she was just like have you eaten today i was just like oh thank you so you know i i'm at a point where i can appreciate that she understands and that i understand but you know say for example you have young kids or if they're teens uh and you know they're the the dynamic is different um it I was would gonna be say you're a teen and i realize we're not teens anymore but yeah uh it, it would no, be what if they don't want that kind of help, you know? Because I, I can assume that for a lot of people, they'd feel like if someone was trying to help them, they'd feel like, do you not trust me? I would say in those cases, trick them. In the way, <laughs> no, it sounds bad, but be like, oh, I'm going to get something to eat. Or I'll just cook, be like, oh, do you want something as well? You know, like, include yourself in that. So I'll be like, oh, I'm going to make myself a coffee. Would you like one as well? So Let me say it in a nicer way. Uh, help them out indirectly. Yeah, yeah. So, like, act as if you're not doing it for them. Act as if you're going to do it for yourself. But, like, yeah, I might as well do it for you as well if I'm doing it for myself. You know, like, sometimes people don't feel, like, they don't want help. Mm. They don't want to feel helpless. And yeah. it'll make them feel better if you make it feel like you're doing it for yourself and then actually do it with them so be like oh i want to go on a walk but like i don't want to go alone will you come with me if you think that they need to get outside or so sometimes you just have to be a bit creative and you're going to be the person who knows that person the best so just think about how they would take the help as well yeah yeah that makes perfect sense um anything else to say on this topic maybe i should have my own adhd podcast <laughs> Here you go. The other question was, um, how do you make a family member? Um, <laughs> the other question was, how do I not irritate a family member? So let me spin around this question a bit. How to not be, be annoyed at someone with ADHD? Because as we mentioned, it does require having a lot of patience because we can annoy people without realizing it or without wanting to or completely on purpose, which I do quite a lot. But let's let's talk about the accidental annoyances first. I think, and this is going to might sound a bit weird, like, if you're ever annoying me, I feel bad sometimes telling you that you're annoying me because I feel like you're going to feel bad that I'm telling you you're annoying me. Like, what's that thing where you're like, you, you feel rejected? What's that thing called again? RSD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm always scared of that. So, like... I think it's for a lot of it it's just like self-consoling but like if you're annoying me I won't make it about you I'll be like 
oh, I'm just feeling so thing today, or oh, I need a minute, or like, oh, I feel like shit or something. And then, but then again, like, if I'm being vulnerable about something, you're gonna stop annoying me because that's gonna be your natural reflex, anyways. You yeah, know? yeah. I think sometimes you just kind of need to not say, like, you're doing this to me or you're making me feel this way, but be like, I feel this way. Mm. And then I think most people's natural instinct would be to, like, try to help. So they're yeah. going to be, like, a bit distracted and yeah. then try to help you instead yeah. of being, like, quote-unquote annoying. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, So, you know, instead of saying something like, you're being annoying or, you know, could you just shut up and be like, you know, I'm feeling annoyed or, you know, I'm feeling irritated um make it about yourself don't be you know don't blame and uh, not blaming is is a good way to kind of get your point across without coming off uh hostile be, be like i'm sorry that i'm a bit irritated right now. yeah yeah you um know? a different way so there's yeah. no like yeah and you know these are just ways to kind of get across your message without pointy uh, lang- pointed language yeah, yeah yeah point language probably uh, um and you know the other obvious thing uh, which it took us quite a long time to learn, um, is clear communication. Uh, by what I, what I mean by that is, for example, um, so if my sister was feeling annoyed, uh, and I was annoying her, uh, she would tell me, I'm not in the mood, could you please stop? And then I would stop. Um, I don't usually stop a lot of times because I know that if she's truly not wanting to hear my shit that she'll tell me to stop and the reason i know that is because uh you know we have clear communication that we have an understanding that if something bothers me she will tell me now this took quite a long time to learn i think it's probably one of the most recent things that we've uh, you know kind of, kind of like uh, learned um before you know like she'd get annoyed then she'd you know, get mad at me, stop talking to me, blah, 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 blah. I think that was more about me than it was about you. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, my my sister hasn't been, you know, she hasn't had the best mental health either. Um, But what I mean by that is... I have another thing to add to this. Maybe, this might also sound weird, have like a safe word. and Maybe talk with your sibling and be like, hey, if you're really, really annoyed at me and want me to stop, say this or say that. Because sometimes people will be like, I'm so irritated, can you just stop? But, like, they're not really. Or maybe there's just something that's annoying them a little bit, you know? Maybe just be like, hey, you know how I can be? You know, if you really want me to stop, say so-and-so. And otherwise, I know that you're just, you're not that annoyed. You're not at that level. So then you know as well when they're very serious. I don't like it being called a safe word. Yeah, but... I know, I was going to say, it's, it's a weird one, but I don't know. Like, What I is, to... what do you say? You usually go just say, stop. Me... Yeah, I'd be like, I'm just feeling really shit right about You can tell. You can yeah. tell when I'm not, like, in the mood for it. I'm quite, like, yeah, I don't clear like, that I, way. I, I, don't like the how, I don't like the way she phrased any of that. <laughs> uh, not in the mood. Okay, let's... Like a okay. trigger. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a reverse I, I don't like word. the word trigger, though, so I try not to use it. But you know what I mean. A like, reverse trigger word, yeah. Um, you know, just... That's what I kind of mean by clear communication. I mean, you know, if... if I mean, that, that might actually help. Be like, you know, when I say, please stop then you know to actually stop, you know, uh, make things clear. You're not just trying to hurt the other person, you're trying to get them to understand. Clear communication is always key. 
I remember something about someone sharing a room with their sibling. Yeah, that that the same one. That that was the question about how to not irritate. Uh, that, I, but I don't think that's just an ADHD. I think any ADHD. I don't think it's just an ADHD thing. I think anyone sharing a room with their sibling would be in a similar situation. You know, so I don't think you should think too much about the ADHD in that case because two people being in the same room together all the time is gonna be irritating, especially if that's your sibling. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, no, that that makes perfect sense. I think uh, I think one's dynamic with one's family members are slightly different in that regards because, um, you know, like if you were with friends, you wouldn't be as I'm gonna say hostile. It's yeah. like uh, with family member, you know that they can't leave. They can't leave. <laughs> And not not like literally or physically, but you know, like emotionally. And you know, I, I don't mean this in like, uh, like you know, like in an actually emotionally abusive way. But what I mean is, even they, they if have I have more of a limit to handling your shit. Yeah, as in, even if I really annoy my sister, I know that she's not just gonna well. Like stop talking. Yeah. To I mean, you. Okay. If I, you know, like obviously again, you know, I want to double. We're talking about small things. We're yeah, yeah. Small, yeah. Like, we're, I want to double, triple, you know, quadruple stress this, you know, like if, if family members are genuinely, you know, affecting your mental health, cut them out of your life. You know, like I, I have been saying that even to my sister for quite a long time. Uh, cut me out of your life. <laughs> I'll imagine I just left now. Be like, oh, okay, well, <laughs> yeah, I, I can't handle this anymore. <laughs> um, but what I mean is small things, obviously, you know, like if she gets annoyed at me, um, you know, if I'm annoying her for whatever reason, um, you know, she, she has a higher limit for me than she would with other people. And not just because of the ADHD, also because the whole sibling thing. Yeah, roommates. Yeah. Um, it's I, on my phone. Why are you looking at your phone? Oh, that's true. You know my passcode. No, I don't know your passcode. She keeps telling me I know her passcode, even though the issue is I struggled remembering things. Well, maybe every time I say it, I remember, I'm going to tell you my password and then I'm going to punch you in the face. Every time I punch you in the face to remember my password. Yeah, let's let's not do that. So uh, there's another question about, oh, all these questions are on, on Twitter. I don't know if I mentioned this or not. I, I, I made a Twitter thread. Yeah. Uh, okay. They'd be interested in hearing your hacks and what you find endearing. Hacks as in the thing I mentioned before, uh, things to get me to do things. Yeah, I mean, basically, it's usually a sense of urgency, or if I want you to do something, I'll come with you. Mm. So if, if I'm like, I want you to do this for me, I'll follow you, or I'll bring you to the place, and then I'll sit with you while you do it, because sometimes it'll be things that, like, I don't know how to do, if it's something, like, on a computer or something. Like, I'll sit with you, so I won't, like, make you do it yourself. Yeah. Or I'll help you start it. Yeah, that's... Those are I'm, yeah, a lot of the times I'm bad at finishing your bad at starting so yeah we'll do things together or like yeah yeah that's true uh when 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 she's cooking she usually comes and asks me to help her because uh ironically enough my sister is very impatient with cooking and yeah. i'm quite <laughs> patient with cooking no you're very by the book and i'm very like spontaneous so that's yeah why, even if, he, if you even if he doesn't do anything i like him sitting there sometimes and sometimes you're in your room so much i'm like the only way i can really get you to come out of your room is to like just sit with me while I make dinner, and then we can just, like, chat and stuff as well. Yeah, okay, what do you find endearing? About what? I don't know, they just said what she would find, what, also what she finds endearing. About me, in general. I don't know. Say nice things about me on record, so I have proof if he ever... <laughs> he has a gun to my head, you can't see it, but he definitely has a gun to my head. <laughs> I'm not sure. That's no, Your Honor, I didn't kill her, <laughs> listen to all these nice things she said about me. Oh, God, imagine. Um, I don't know. That's a tough one. That's like the only question I haven't been able to answer. 
that's I made a face. That, that's a tough one. Yeah. Say nice things about your brother. Hmm, I'm gonna have to think about this. Um, yeah, but I, I would assume maybe it have to be something related to ADHD. And that's a good point. What do I find? I mean, I don't know. I don't know personally what I find endearing about it. What about my tendency to keep things light and my funniness and the fact that I don't take things too seriously? Well, you do take things seriously. Uh, not everything. Like, what do you not take seriously? What do I take things seriously? I think you're more serious than me. Okay. Um, but, no, I mean... Learning things about my sister. The, the She's funny, a bad judge of character. No, but, like, with the funniness as well, I'm like... I don't think that's an ADHD thing. Because, like, we rip off each other and, like... But we have the same method of, like, learning and stuff where it goes from one thing to the other to the other to the other. So we're very quick from jumping from one thing to another. So yeah, and she mentioned we... she doesn't have ADHD. Uh... Not every... It's like, that. then every comedian ever has ADHD. A lot of comedians have ADHD. Yeah, but not every single comedian ever, you know? But I think maybe it could just be, like, from the things we watch. We watch a yeah. lot of, like, quote-unquote ADHD content, even if we don't realize it. Or, like, a yeah. lot of the things we watch, I think, are, like, comedians and stuff like that. You'd always come to me and be like, oh, that person has ADHD, too. So a lot of comedians have ADHD. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, thank you for proving my point. Well, maybe it's just the ones we watch, but, like, I don't know. Or maybe you mean the just... funniest ones? Nah, but like. Well, the ones that we like. And the ones that we like, because we like quick witty humor. Yeah. But I, I, that's why I'm like, I don't think that's an ADHD thing. Quick witty humor. No, 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 I don't think so. He's making a face. I'm like, I just realized this is in videos. I don't make it see you're doing that. But... We're not making any faces. We are faceless people. Um, the other question is, I'd be curious to hear if Tom's she had... Tom's any... sorry, that's who I was talking about, Tom's I'd be curious to hear if she had any resentment towards how your ADHD may have affected the family dynamics. Oh, yeah, this was the one that I really wanted to answer. Not in a bad way, but, like, it's because it was such a big thing up until very recently. Like, because, like, I'm like, you, like, the way I am, I'm like, at this point in my life, because I didn't used to be, I'm very close to my parents, like, really close. And I'm like, I like to be their support. And throughout your whole ADHD journey, so, like, I would say for the past, like, 10 years, especially, it's been particularly hard on my dad because, like, my mom just sometimes refuses to listen to him. So I'd have to be there. And then I'd have to hear both their sides. And a big reason for their fighting was, like, you and, like, ADHD. Okay, what a, a little bit oh, of yeah, yeah. And I was just like, you can't just say, oh, it's the ADHD. It's just like, God, he has ADHD I was, I was, again. I was coming to that. He keeps saying that he has ADHD. No, 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 I, was, I was coming to that. I mean, like, not just the things it's caused, but also... Okay, so basically my parents are a bit, like, they're quite skeptical about things, especially, like, mental health things. I mean, right now, like, they're coming around to it, but they're, like, South Asian, you know, they come from backgrounds where mental health and things like that are not widely discussed. So when he got diagnosed, because, I mean, if people that are, like, from the West, quote-unquote, can deny ADHD so easily, then obviously people from, like, South Asia are going to struggle to accept it as well, you know? So... They struggled for a long time to accept it. So even, like, always, like, defending him and this and that, that caused a lot of rift in our family, especially when he wasn't here because uh, you lived away from us for a few years. So that would always be the thing that everyone argued about to the point where the parents would just not talk about you in front of me because every time they did, i just cry. Because I was like, why are we starting this again? And it was, like, the thing they always fought about. So I, I did have a lot of resentment at the time, but, like... 
now we're all older and we're about all... the issue or about me or just like how it was affecting everyone and how it made me feel you know i mean i know it made you feel really bad but the thing is at that point i was the one that was hearing all the bad things no no your, your emotions are valid i mean yeah. yeah i mean that makes perfect sense uh, but my... it, it was it was because I, i've always been so defensive of you mm. you know so it was like at every point i'd have to defend you and it's almost like they wouldn't believe me or like it became a big topic in the family that they fought about. And yeah, okay, so ironically, she kept saying that she's going to get to it, but she never got to the thing that... I, I, was thought, I thought I explained it. The thing that my parents fought about, or the thing that was causing a lot of difficulty, was that I was I was struggling academically when I was in university. That's what I wanted, wanted to say. Uh, that's what they fought, or, you know, that's what they... It's not even like fighting, you know, it's not like they were arguing or anything. It was they more had different approaches to yeah. it and to the existence of ADHD because yeah. they didn't believe it. I mean, I don't know about well, okay. Oh, I trust me, they didn't believe okay. it because they they'd be they wouldn't want to say it to your face because they're not like bad people, but to me they just be like it's not real, he's just making it up and all this. Yeah. I don't know about this. Yeah, of course I'm telling you now because like it was a long time ago to be fair. And I'd have to be the one on this side, but I didn't want to tell you because I don't want you to feel bad. They were there when I got diagnosed with a psychiatrist. Yeah, but that's not going to stop them from, like, not believing you. That's the first time I'm hearing about it. So I recently got asked, what is your experience uh, about having, um, you know, uh, ADHD in a South Asian family? And I was just like, oh, nothing. My parents have been very supportive. They've accepted and believed me every single way. And now I'm coming to hear that, oh, no, they've been skeptical the whole time. They just hadn't told me. Yeah, I always think it's weird that you think, like, being South Asian hasn't affected it at all. Because I'm like, I think with my mental illness and stuff, being South Asian has affected it so much. But, like, I think you're a bit, like, you're, you you do your own thing. Yeah, you know, I'm... You do your own thing. It, it goes past, you know, just being purely inattentive to just, like, oblivious. <laughs> no, honestly. No, but I'm like... Because you're you seem so like sensitive to people. I mean, not that you're not sensitive, but like it's like people don't really see you for you, especially like parents and stuff. So they always think you're so sensitive that they're like, better. They're better about it now, though. They're better about it now. This was I'm this was a while, this was a while ago. Yeah. Um, so they would be like not want to say things in front of you, but obviously like they've always like unloaded me with all of their emotions since I was very young. Mm. So like. They always like complain about each other regarding ADHD and whether it was real or not. And like anytime anything happened, they'd be like, "I don't even know it's real." And I was like, "I." Literally... How old was I when this happened? Was this oh, when was I was only in? Only a few years Ireland? ago. Okay. Yeah, and like, I'd be like, "We had this discussion last week. I showed you studies. I showed you articles." And, I don't like, know about whenever this. Whenever they'd get annoyed, they'd be like, "It's just not real." <laughs> like you can't accept it last week and deny it now. But this is the first time hearing about it. I think it was like they were just working through their own problems and then just kind of using that. Yeah, I mean, like, okay, um, you know, obviously, uh, massive asterisk. Uh, obviously, you know, my my parents are very loving and supportive, um, and you know, my sister might think this has to do with being South Asian, but well, maybe it does. Maybe again, I'm just being oblivious, but um, you know, I was, uh, I struggled very significantly when I got to university. Um, you know, like failing literally every single thing um so you know it it probably wasn't easy for them to come to terms with that i mean you know if it's like you know it wasn't just like oh he doesn't have adhd it's nothing full stop it's probably just probably he's like, lazy that was a thing it was like he's lazy but th- okay I, turns out i was no, wrong no, no. apparently i think the big thing was that you didn't really communicate with them you know i mean i've i feel like i've been really good in the past few years about communicating my parents about my mental health because they're so supportive of me and my study and the amount of times my dad's been like if you if you're really struggling just drop out or something you know yeah. but 
I think with you, you just wouldn't say anything, and then you tell them, like, after everything was over, and they'd be like, well, why didn't you tell us before? And then that kind of made things harder to believe, because that would be, like, an afterthought, an excuse almost. Whether yeah. if you'd been telling them in the moment, they might have been more supportive towards it, you know? Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's... Well, you know, I guess that answers the question how it affects the family dynamic. The reason I didn't tell my parents was because, well, you know, it, it, one of the coping mechanisms with ADHD and people not believing you is lying. Uh, yeah. I used to lie a lot because, you know, when I wasn't able to do things before, you know, why didn't you do your homework? Why didn't you kind of study for this? I I don't know. And my mom still makes fun of me for saying I don't know, even though that was, that was genuinely the answer. I didn't know. Uh, but when people don't want to hear the truth, you lie because it's easier. It, yeah. it, not only is it easier, you know, when it's like, why did you not do this? I don't know why I didn't do this. And, just, and then they say, that doesn't make any sense. Tell me why you did it. Then, you know, like you're you're being put into a point, you're being kind of like pushed into a corner, even after you've been honest, even after you told the truth to because they want to hear something else. They don't believe you. So, you know, what what essentially happened was before before I got di- uh, diagnosed with ADHD, um so, so I was I I think I did quite well academically when I was in you high school. You always did really well. Yeah, so uh, you know, obviously going from that to failing everything was probably quite a large shift. Um so, you know, it it was uh oh, I lost my train of thought. You were talking about uh shifting from school to uni academically yes. and how struggled. Yes. Um because um it was know, hard to shift Academic yeah yeah it was, it was it was it was quite hard uh, lack of structure yeah because uh, you know it, it, it would be uh, you know i've mentioned this a couple of times before if you've listened to my podcast which i hope you do um that's not really plugging like, like and subscribe leave a uh, comment yeah yeah uh, please do leave a review <laughs> though um you know, when uh, people without ADHD or neurotypicals, I mean, my family aren't neurotypicals um, at all. My dad, my my dad's entire side of his family has ADHD. It's just much, much, much milder to the point where it doesn't really affect them too much, but still there, like, especially now. Um, so, you know, having seen me kind of do well academically to failing, um, and then being, you know, it, it would be confusing for them. Um, I mean, okay, yeah, okay, fine. Like, you know, and, and, and that, you know, that, that caused family, you know, friction. And then, you know, I couldn't communicate with my parents because I didn't know why I couldn't do things and they didn't want to listen to that. So I started lying and then I didn't want to like, you know, like hurt them, uh, make them feel bad. So then I started lying more and more and that's caused communication issues. And, uh, Yeah. I think one of the South Asian aspects of it was that when we were younger, you used to do really well in school, but you also never used to go out. Yeah. And in typical, like, South Asian mind, like the stereotypical one, obviously, people are like, well, if you stay in, then you're going to get good grades. But then when you were in uni, it was like you were staying in, but you weren't getting good grades, and it just didn't make sense to them as well. You know, before you were this, like, mold of, like, a perfect child, like, you know, well, yeah, but to them, mm-hmm. you, you can't say this, he made a face, but like, to them, it was like, you didn't go out too much, you didn't, like, speak too much, you were, like, you know, behaved fine, like, you never rebelled, like, I was a rebel, but, like, yeah, so I think that that's where the Asian thing comes in, like, when they were, when we were younger, they never really encouraged us to, like, go out and do this and do that, so when you were kind of, like, 
really depressed they never noticed it so like mm. all this was happening they only noticed it when it came to education because that was the only thing they were really concentrated on because mm. that's the only thing that they've grown up learning that mm. like and also yeah. the, the the family situation was significantly different when we yeah. were uh, so we're in, we're in glasgow right now we used to be in ireland um we grew up in ireland and uh you know the the family dynamic and how my family situation was uh was different back then you know like not to get into too much detail, but, you know, like, financially, just, like, people that we knew, uh, there were, you know, difficulties. Our parents were different. Like, yeah. they changed so yeah. much. My, my, both my parents were, you know, significantly more stressed. And, you know, if, if I'm going to be honest, they were probably quite depressed, uh, even without the whole me situation. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't blame my parents. You know, it's not an easy thing to come to terms with, regardless. Uh, and I, now as well they say all the time they're like oh we could have done better oh do they 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 say it all the time as well they're like yeah i mean you were just kids we could have handled it so much better and i'm yeah. like i really appreciate that because i think a lot of the times like parents will like make an excuse and it's not like they didn't have an excuse but i think it's really important to acknowledge that something you did might have caused pain in your kids because i think parents are like you should just be happy that I had put a roof over your head, but I think our parents kind of didn't realized, let you yeah. starve when you were young. Yeah, but I I think they realized that you know that's mm-hmm. not the be all end all since they're a lot happier now as well. Okay, yeah, uh, it, it was it was a whole thing. Um, you know, it, it wasn't my parents aren't bad people. Yeah, no, no, they're great. They're really good. Um, yeah, I, you know, we're we're not just saying that either. Like we're we're, we're yeah, we 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 say if they were shit. Yeah, no, I I would honestly. We're say really we're blunt. Just, yeah, no, I I would definitely I would make entire podcast episode about how shit this my podcast parents. would be called. My parents are shit and other ADHD things. Um. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. So, uh, to reiterate what we just said, it definitely affected the family dynamic. Oh yeah. And yeah, to, apparently I have to kind of like check my reverse privilege, as in, not things that have been granted to me or that I get because of where I am, but things that have affected me negatively because of you know uh, the South Asian thing. I, I just never took into account. I am quite oblivious. I think you know, like I guess when you're like been so inattentive all your life, you just kind of like all blurs into the background no i think you've just been in your own world like the whole time so i don't think anything i don't think i don't think like even the country we're in matters to you unless it's about like the weather or something you know because you're just so like doing your own thing i'm a lot better about it now though yeah well i mean i mean okay here's the here's the big thing uh when we were younger i always used to have a phone in my hand you know do you remember yeah. like i always need to distract myself now you'd be like last week or, like get off your phone when we we're cooking and things oh i mean uh, no last week you told me to stop eating when you were cooking. oh yeah cooking but that's like a but that's like you like pavlov dogged yourself to like every time you come into the kitchen you like need to snack she tells me to help her cook cook while, we're, while i'm eating something. no 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 this is what happens so i tell him to come to cook and then he comes and the first thing he does is go to the drawer we have a bottom drawer where we have the snacks. Opens the drawer, takes a snack, and then I ask him to do something. He's like, I can't because I'm eating a snack. And last time I was, he came into the kitchen. I was like, don't take a snack because you're going to eat and then I'm going to ask you to do something. How long do gonna... I take to eat the snack? A long time because then you go on your phone and then you're doing something. Cause it it, you it don't... takes me around, uh, let's say, five minutes and no, then I start helping her. You're on your phone and you're looking at something. So even to like get recipes you downstairs, usually. But even to get you downstairs, especially if you've just, like, tweeted something or if you've done something and you're focused on it, it's difficult. And sometimes I'll, like, take the phone out of your hand 
because then you're not like concentrating on the situation. Okay. You know, so I mean, it's fine. I mean, like there we work around it's, it. It's it's not easy, is what I guess the a good summation of what it is. No, you know, but, I mean, like then again, nothing is easy. I guess nothing is easy. But then it again, is. it's like you never get annoyed when I like take your phone off. I mean, you get a bit annoyed, but you I, know why. Yeah, I mean, you know? um, I I come to understand uh, uh, reverse patience. Like it, it's it's less. What I mean by that is when I know that she's doing certain things, I know that she's doing it for my sake. And because of that, it doesn't annoy me or irritate me. You know, like even if she takes my phone out of my hand and she says, you know, come downstairs, I know that, okay, I must have been distracted and she genuinely needs me to go downstairs. So I guess it's kind of like patience on both sides. But obviously, as you can see from like the way we're talking and like the friction, it's not easy yeah i mean i think we just like trust each other yeah that we're not like i don't know setting each other up or something that doesn't even make sense i don't yeah. even know but i guess when you're younger you could just be like ooh, prank or something but <laughs> i can't imagine us doing that anyways <laughs> thank you for listening uh that has been me uh danny and my sister who Hello, apparently wants sister. to go unnamed um hope you enjoyed the episode and hope you found it interesting and useful um if you have any other questions that you want me to ask to her uh, or if i get a lot of questions um we can do another episode yeah i mean i live next door anyways <laughs> we're in quarantine so yeah yeah um so yeah thank you for listening uh please be patient to please be patient to your family member with adhd and if you have adhd please be patient with your family member without adhd because they don't know what it's like to be you both ways and vice versa. Um, yeah, uh, thank you for listening. Um, like and subscribe. I don't know. And yeah. Okay, bye. See ya.